Cantonese After Dark, Chapter 7, Call Me Low Fat. When I was a kid, I didn't know how to use chopsticks. People would laugh at me, make rude comments. Then they'd wave their chopsticks in my face, like that was supposed to help me understand. Even the waiters would say something nasty to me. But treating me like that just made me spiteful. And I didn't learn how to use chopsticks until I was in my 30s. Being Juk Singh as a kid, I don't remember learning anything from the adults. So this is what you tell someone you see struggling with chopsticks. The bottom chopstick doesn't move. And the top chopstick you hold like a pencil. And it does all the grabbing. Now, if someone had just told me that, we could have avoided years of torment because few things are more embarrassing to a Chinese family than asking a waiter for a fork. And using a fork was also a reminder to my family that rude comments just don't help. But family, families don't know how to be nice to family. In fact, I never even knew the Chinese word for nice. In Cantonese, xin leung is the word for nice. Nice, what lang yelega? Exactly, I never heard of it either. I've said it before, Chinese people lack filters when they speak. And my aunt and uncle are the champions of not knowing how to shut the fuck up. We all have them. Relatives that think they're right all the time, think they know everything. And it's not like my aunt and uncle were the perfect couple either. As far back as I can remember, they were always fighting. Something would be wrong if they weren't trying to choke each other out. I've never seen two people so miserable together. How they got married and had kids is beyond science. And they were a pain in the ass too. Most people greet each other with, Hello, how are you? Maybe some small talk like, are you in school? Are you working? Not Chinese people. They'll point out all your flaws, like, hey, you're really fat. You need to lose a lot of weight. Or, you're too skinny. Eat more, eat more. If your daughter had a mustache, they'll say, she's got a mustache. And if your teeth were crooked, were you in a car accident or something? And of course, my parents, instead of defending me, they would agree with them. Who are they to criticize me? My aunt and uncle are not exactly Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. They were more like Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street. Spoke like them, even dressed like them. Those two always made me feel like something was wrong with me. Anytime they were around, I'd always lose my appetite. And what do Chinese people do when they see you're not eating? They put more food on your plate. Fat or skinny, they'll be piling food right in front of you. And to make matters worse, there are certain foods that I just can't stand. Here are four taboo foods that you should never put on my plate. Taboo food number one. Cilantro, herring choy. It's not herring at all, and it's the most hated food I've ever eaten. When I eat cilantro, 
my first reaction is to gag. This is not a lifestyle choice of mine. 15% of the human population can eat cilantro. If a doctor told me today, Eddie, you have cancer, but if you eat a little bit of cilantro just once a month, you'll live. If that were the case, this would be the last podcast I ever do. Cilantro and me can never be friends. And I've said it many times. But take a guess, who still doesn't believe that I hate cilantro? The answer, my whole entire family. Taboo food number two, crab. I have a few problems with crab. First off, you need dedication to eat crab. It takes time tearing it apart, picking, pulling, sucking the eyelashes off of it, and all that hard work for like little meat. And it's messy too, shells everywhere, like a bomb went off at the table. But that's not my real problem with crab. My real problem with crab is the word itself. I'm uncomfortable with the Chinese word for crab. It sounds similar to another word that if you say it wrong, you may not want to speak Cantonese ever again. My biggest fear is using the wrong tone and telling people, Sekai, Sekai, Hai Hosek. Or worse, asking where the crab came from. Nigo Hai, Hei Bin Do Du. Taboo food number three, shark fin soup, yi qi. It's good, it's tasty, but there's nothing sexy about it. I stopped eating shark fin when I found out how they were caught, how their fins are cut off, how they're thrown back into the water where they drown. Imagine this amazing creature drowning at the bottom of the ocean. And I'm not just talking about sharks. Can we show some humanity towards animals? In general, including ourselves, we can do better than this. And last on my list of taboo foods, taboo food number four, the most hated food that I have never eaten. I repeat, the most hated food that I have never eaten. Durian, lolene. If you've never heard of durian, or been in the same room with durian, consider yourself lucky. Cause whenever durian was around, I would check my shoes to see if I stepped in dog shit. I'm gonna try my best to describe it. Think of the worst smelling feet you've ever smelled. Now picture it kicking you in the face repeatedly. Don't believe me? Well, if you're brave enough, they only sell durian in Asian grocery stores like 99 Ranch. So take one home. Guaranteed, within seconds of opening durian, you'll be ramming napkins up your nose and trying desperately to breathe through your mouth. And if a neighbor smells it, they're going to call 911. The whole time this is happening, you're thinking to yourself, I thought I knew everything in the Asian culture 
that could possibly embarrass me in front of my Guelo friends. And now Darian comes along. Maybe it's wrong for me to judge something I've never eaten before. And people who do eat it swear it tastes like heaven, but it sure smells like hell. No thank you. I'll pass. Before I pass out. You can call me low fat. That won't bother me. Just leave my plate alone. This is the end of chapter 7. Bojong.